Hello friend, welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rotwa, your regular host. Glory to God for another time and opportunity to share the word of God with you. It is always a pleasure and a delight to do so. And thank you so much for tuning in to listen. May the word of truth that comes to you today be enriching and enlightening to you in the name of Jesus. Let me share this testimony with you. One of our listeners called me the other day saying he just lost his job and was confused because he had planned because he had planned getting married in November that year. I encouraged him to trust in the God of grace and to stop worrying about it. I also challenged him not to postpone his wedding, but to trust God who is not unaware of his situation, neither is he ruffled by it, since he already has made available another one and just wants to lead him to it. I prayed for him for his steps to be ordered in my prayer time. To the glory of God, he sent me an SMS about two weeks after, saying that God had provided him a better job. Things were now looking brighter for him. I was so excited and I called him to congratulate him. God indeed is a very good God. If only we can rest in him. Hallelujah. Okay, let's get back to our discussion for today. And that's about the importance of our words in experiencing God's grace and goodness. Let's look at the issue of our present realities as it stands against the backdrop of the grace and the truth in Jesus Christ. Psalm 34 verse 12 and 13 says, If we are to see good days, we should keep our tongue from speaking evil and deceit. Now I'm not telling you to deny the reality of your present condition or your experiences. Now I'm not telling you to deny the reality of your present condition, your experiences or situations and be playing the fool like the ostrich. Remember that in John chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible says grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 tells us that God's grace and peace will be multiplied the more knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord that we have. What do you do with knowledge? Knowledge determines what you say. You cannot speak above the level of knowledge that you have. So, grace will be enjoyed through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord that we have. What do you do with knowledge? Knowledge determines what you say. 
you cannot speak above the level of knowledge that you have. So, grace will be enjoyed through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord that proceeds out of your mouth. To change things, we have to speak superior knowledge, the knowledge of God and Jesus. This is a superior knowledge that has the power to change things in our lives. Job 27 verse 4 says, My lips shall not speak wickedness or evil, nor my tongue utter deceit. This does not mean that wickedness, evil, and deceit don't exist. It just means I will not participate with it by speaking it. For by speaking it, I will be agreeing with the present realities as the truth. If it is not the truth, then I should not give it a legal backing to remain a reality in my life. There is a higher reality in Jesus and His grace, which is my inheritance that must become my present tense reality. And this is what God wants me to speak out. You will never catch me saying that the country is too hard for me, or that money is scarce, or that it is difficult to make ends meet. Those are not the realities I have chosen to embrace. Even if there is no food on my table or cowboy in my pocket. Instead, I will embrace the reality that the Lord is my shepherd and I have everything I need per time. I will embrace grace that has brought me to my wealthy place. I will embrace that truth that I am established in righteousness and far from any kind of oppression, be it economic or demonic. This is superior knowledge that brings God's grace in to change the present reality to God's own reality in your life. Check this out in Psalm 39 verse 1. David said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep or muzzle my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. Here, David is saying that rather than sin with his mouth, he will find a way to bridle or control it or, in my own words, padlock it in the face of wickedness, evil, and deceit. Yes, if you don't know what God says, keep quiet in the face of wickedness. Don't join anyone in saying the wrong things. You will be damning the flow of grace in your life. Don't do it. Rather, keep quiet. You don't have to say anything. No one can force you, including the devil. People speak what they have observed. And Jonah said in Jonah chapter 2 verse 9 that those that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercies. Hey, it's clear. Change what you are observing. God told Joshua exactly what he should observe in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. His word. When you observe your present realities long enough, you will start saying it 
And when you start saying it, it will continue to perpetuate itself in your life and mercy will not be seen to rescue you. For your actions and speeches have made you to forsake mercy. If you forsake grace and mercy, what will it do? For God never forces anything on anyone. So what am I saying in a nutshell? So what I am saying in a nutshell is this. Number one, the presence of evil and deceit is intended by the devil for you to accept as your faith and start to establish it as a reality and truth in your life. Number two, you don't have to accept it as truth by speaking it. Number three, you can change what you observe by observing what God says and has said to you in Jesus and through Jesus in God's word. Number four, by observing God's word, it starts to become your reality and grace and mercy is made available to make God's word true in your life. Dear friend, God wants to enable you to be fulfilled through His grace. He wants to favor you and help you through His grace. That's what He said we should come boldly for in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Don't frustrate His grace in your life by observing lying vanities. No matter how real it is now or how much it has been established in your life, as long as it is not in line with God's word, it is not the truth and there is no grace in it. Stay with God's word. No wonder God said to Joshua that for him to enjoy good success, he should make meditating on God's word his major priority. Don't just own the Bible and carry it to church alone or put it under your pillow. Read it, get the knowledge of God's reality and start to speak it. Life will begin to fall in place for you. Now, it may not happen immediately, but keep at it, no matter how difficult. Remember, Satan wants to keep you wallowing in the lies and deceits he wants to sell or has even sold to you. Don't let him succeed. Light has come and it shall be well with you. You will succeed and be fruitful through grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, time is fast spent. Let me stop here today. Thank you so much for staying with me until now. Please, if you want to get in touch with me, you have a question, you have a prayer request, or you have a comment you would like to make, I will be glad to hear from you. Please reach me through the number that will be given to you shortly. You can send SMS, you can send WhatsApp messages also. God bless you. Until I come your way again next weekend, same time on this station keep living in the joyful atmosphere 
of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681. Or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org and you can join us by 9 a.m every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church, number 2 Akiomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Lagomeji, Jaba, Lagos. God's grace. Grace that is grace.